welcome to Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, a peek inside 25 years of private care for St. Louis pet families. I'm Janie Budnick, president and founder of Four-Legged Kids. Get ready for stories from the trenches, along with a bit of advice for you pet parents out there, because our day is way more than cuddling your cute puppers and fluffers. Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. This is an exciting opportunity for us. It is our 25th anniversary, and I thought I would take this opportunity to fill my St. Louis pet parents and friends in on what it is like to be a professional pet sitter over the last 25 years. If you really think about it, think about the advances in technology, think about the changes in veterinary medicine, even think about the changes that we have personally in the way that we view our pets as members of our families and not just the dog or the cat. They are our children and that is why our company is called Four-Legged Kids. I thought I would start out with just a little bit of my history, like how the heck did I get to the point where I have been in business for a quarter of a century? I'm, well, I'd like to say I'm not terribly old. I did start the business when I was 22, so you can do the math there. I actually got started when I was quite young. I had always had a cat and my sweet sunny man, who I had had for 10 years, ended up with um, diabetes, hyperglycemia. He went into diabetic ketoacidosis and he passed away. I was about 14 years old at that point. And I actually made the decision then to dedicate my life to serving pets. Originally, I thought that was going to be by working as a veterinarian. So that was my goal at that young age. I actually started shortly after uh, when I was 14 volunteering at that same clinic that my sweet sonny passed away at, the Cape Small Animal Clinic in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. I uh, grew up in Cape Girardeau, so that is where I got started. Actually, through high school, I uh, ended up working at Cape Small Animal Clinic during my summers, uh, learning as I went from the wonderful Dr. Koch and Dr. Gwen Freitag there. And then after I graduated from high school, I had a little stint out at uh, what was then called the 5-H Ranch. I'm not sure what it's called anymore, but it's an animal safari that was outside of Cape and I enjoyed working with the capybara and uh, a little black bear cub out there. So super fun experiences definitely for that part of the country. At that point, I went to University of Missouri, Columbia. My big plan was to squeeze all of my pre-vet and animal science classes in for two years, get accepted into veterinary school immediately, and uh, get everything done in six years and be a veterinarian as I had always dreamed of. While I was there, I had a lot of other cool experiences. I worked on the uh, research dairy farm feeding the calves. I worked in the reproductive physiology lab with swine. 
that was pretty nasty. Uh, it was my job to mark the ones who, uh, the, yeah, the ones who were in heat so they could breed them. That was just, yeah, that was, that was too much for me. I did not grow up as a farm girl, even though I did grow up in Cape Girardeau. That does not mean that we were all, you know, country people. So worked there for a bit. Um, I had another stent in the veterinary medical necropsy lab. Either you know what that is or you don't, but that was another interesting experience at that age. So I did have a lot of different experiences. None of them changed my desire to go to veterinary school. So it was crushing when I applied the first time and did not get in. I made the decision at that point to move to St. Louis and take some additional classes here while working, which I did so at UMSL and spent 1994 to 97 working at various veterinary clinics in St. Louis as a tech. Total shout out to Dr. McLaughlin and his indoctrination into St. Louis veterinary medicine for me at Heritage Animal Hospital. That was the first clinic I worked at. He would always tease me because at that point, 19, 20 years old, he thought I would never settle down and stick with any one thing for any period of time. So I reminded him every time I saw him that I was still in business. So yes, Dr. Mack, I am still in business. Uh, thank, thanking the team up at the Animal Emergency Clinic North. I had a period of time where I worked there also at the South Clinic on Big Bend. Uh, Kirkwood Animal Hospital, Dr. Schisler, and at that time, Dr. Davis and Dr. Corrigan learned so much while I was there. And then the last place that I worked was Westgate Animal Hospital with Dr. Early in Ellisville. That building was just bulldozed a month ago. Times change, of course, but that was a bit of a shock to see. So I have had a lot of different experiences with animals even before starting this business. During the time working in clinics, I had the opportunity to help people out that were clients of the clinics. They would, of course, ask if anyone was there to assist them with their pets at home. I do remember a specific sweet Sheltie from Kirkwood Animal Hospital that had a leg injury that had to be bandaged. And her sweet mama, uh, Gwen, and uh, that was in the Kirkwood area, so I would go on a regular basis to help bandage at home. There was a couple from California. I would stay overnight at their house. And there was one time when they told me I should consider starting my own pet sitting service. I was like, start a what? And apparently, you know, like we all know, the Midwest is a little slow to catch on to the current trends. So this was an East Coast, West Coast thing, very popular, having a pet sitter dog walker come to your home to take care of your pets. Well, I'd done it a little bit here and there, never thought I could have a business doing that. When I found myself without a job in 1997, I decided what the heck. I hung my shingle out and with $4,000 borrowed from my father and a 1995 HP computer, 
I struck out with the hubris of the young to start my own business. I had brochures and business card printed. I contacted the rabies control department because, uh, of course, rabies control records are part of Missouri State Sunshine Laws. And I had a probably eight inch stack of printed out rabies control records. Of course, now they give them to you digitally, but back then it was all paper. And what did I do? I went through by zip code and I hand wrote addresses on brochures, slapped a stamp on them and sent them out. That is truly how I got started. It picked up quickly and I have been so blessed over the last 25 years to have clients that are loyal and appreciate what we do and even still have clients who were with us as far back as 1998, six to nine months into business and we still take care of them. I'll be telling Miss Cappuccino's story at some point during these podcasts. I have so many stories. My staff have so many stories. It definitely is not an easy job. We don't just go out there and cuddle little puppies and kitties and everything's great and unicorns. We get to do all the dirty stuff. We have people who apply for a position and they are surprised at how much we do, how much we have to know as professional pet sitters, how many things that we have to predict. Uh, Animals are predictably unpredictable. So every time I put something new in the manual, something else happens. Believe me, 25 years later, there is still always something new to learn, something new to incorporate into our practice, something new to educate clients on. So I have been so blessed now for a quarter of a century to serve St. Louis pets and their families. So that's all that I have for today. You just get ready. We're going to be putting these out. We're going to be telling fantastic stories, funny stories, uh, sad stories, weird stories. Believe me, we have seen some weird, weird stuff. Definitely would have to tell you if you have a pet sitter scheduled and you come home early, make sure you let your pet sitter know. Otherwise, they might turn the corner in your hallway and see you coming out of the shower. Yeah, that's all for today. Y'all make it a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. If you are needing dog walking and pet sitting yourself, check out our website at fourleggedkids.com. And as always, if you have a warm heart for another cold nose, make sure you visit one of our sponsored shelters at fourleggedkids.com forward slash rescue.